Hello and welcome back to another episode on the Fashion Diet Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Collins, and in today's episode, I'm going to be talking all about Fashion Week. From its history to the designer collections we saw hit the runway for fall 2020, you are going to get all the lowdown on one of the biggest events in the fashion world. Right, hello, I hope you're all doing well. So like I said in my intro, I'm going to be talking about Fashion Week, so let's get straight into it. Um, Maybe we should start off with the definition of Fashion Week, although I feel like every person on this earth knows what Fashion Week is, but just in case you don't, Fashion Week is basically where designers and brands and houses display their latest collections in runway fashion shows or in presentations to both buyers and the media. So these events, I mean, they typically always influence trends for current and upcoming seasons. And Fashion Week takes place in four different cities over the course of a month. So Paris, London, New York and Milan. Um, Typically, shows or presentations could last anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes, depending on how elaborate a designer wants to get with their staging and all that kind of jazz. When I was doing my research for this episode, I actually ended up looking into the history of Fashion Week and I found it so interesting and really cool. So I'm going to share what I found with you all. To begin with, I suppose the whole concept of Fashion Week actually began in Paris when marketers used to hire women to wear like couture items in public places. So from racetracks to salons and all of that kind of jazz. And these parades gradually began to become big, big social events of their own. And in France, runway shows are actually still called, I'm going to butcher this, but anyways, defiles de mode, which when translated literally means fashion parades. In 1903, um, a New York City shop called Eric Brothers put on what is actually thought to have been the country's first fashion show to basically lure middle-class women into the store. And by 1910, Many big department stores were holding shows of their own and it is likely that American retailers saw these fashion parades in couture salons and they thought, oh, that's really cool. So they decided to use the idea and these parades were an effective way to promote stores and improve their status. So by the 1920s, then the fashion show had been used by retailers pretty much all across the country and they were staged and often held in restaurants during lunch or tea time which I find really interesting and these shows were usually more theatrical than those of today so they were heavily based upon one single theme and they were accompanied with a narrative commentary so the shows were hugely popular um, enticing crowds in their thousands to be honest and the crowds were so so large that stores in New York in the 1950s had to actually obtain a license to have live models In 1943 then, the first ever Fashion Week, New York Fashion Week, was held with one main purpose and that was to give fashion buyers alternatives to French fashion during World War II when workers in the fashion industry were basically unable to travel to Paris. Until 1994, shows were actually held in different locations such as hotels and lofts and all of that and from 1994 to 2009, the event was held in a tent at Bryant Park behind the New York Public Library and then the Lincoln Centre was the Fashion Week venue from 2010 to 2015 
Um, and then after it moved to Clarkson Square and I think there were events in Soho and all of that too. And then the first Paris Fashion Week began in 1973. Let's have a chat about New York Fashion Week. So obviously it took place from the 6th till the 13th of February. It was the first major fashion week of the year. And I noticed this year that a lot of designers have began putting concerns about their own impact on global warming at the centre of their practices, which is great to see. As we know, the fashion industry is, I think it's the second largest polluter in the world, just after the oil industry. And the environmental damage is definitely increasing as the industry grows, which is not great. But it does seem that sustainable design is the only way forward and the only kind of design for the future. But saying that as well, I think designers need to have a think about how to make sustainable fashion affordable for consumers. I mean, I was looking into sustainable sustainable brands and clothes and stuff recently and it's very expensive, like really expensive. So I think that's a, a thing for designers is just to look at how they can make it more affordable. Um, we saw really cool shows actually from Gabriella Hurst, who has designed clothes for Oprah and Meghan Markle in the past and she actually likes to describe her business as cooking with leftovers which is a really good name and um, yeah she found really cool like new interesting ways to work with waste products and I was thinking about it like this must be such a big challenge for the CFDA and IMG and just brands in general because now they have to take a step back and think like okay how do we make the week less damaging to the environment? I just think it must be so, so hard. But yeah, moving on, a lot of people actually complained that too many familiar names were missing from Fashion Week this year. We didn't see shows from Ralph Lauren, for example, but to make up for it, we saw really cool shows from the likes of Marc Jacobs, who created the most gorgeous pastel jackets and mini dresses and straight leg trousers and we also saw a nice show from Michael Kors who created beautiful outfits that you could definitely wear going to work or whatever and then you could wear it that night when you're going out for dinner or drinks or whatever. London Fashion Week is obviously up next then. It took place from the 14th till the 18th of February and sustainable brands definitely dominated the catwalks this year. I think the British Fashion Council, they do a particularly good job at taking the lead in social issues. I mean, last year, London Fashion Week was the first main fashion week to go for free. And then this year, the British Fashion Council actually launched the Queen Elizabeth II Award for British Design to basically recognize a fashion designer focused on sustainable and community practices. The first award winner was Bethany Williams, I think. And they also put on like designer showrooms at London Fashion Week. And that basically became a positive fashion exhibition showcasing new brands and in particular new brands with a focus on sustainability, craftsmanship and ethics. But I actually want to look at um, Richard Malone for a second. He's a designer who was actually born in Ireland and he was the recipient of this year's $200,000 Woolmark Prize. So this is presented to designers who use sustainably sourced, I think it's Australian Merino wool in a creative way. 
So one of the standout pieces from the show was definitely his aquamarine in a jumper. Oh my god, lads, if you have not seen that jumper, you need to look it up and you need to have a look at it because I just thought it was absolutely stunning. Like, it was really, really gorgeous. And then, obviously, we saw shows from the likes of Victoria Beckham who created a really gorgeous ready-to-wear collection. Um, yeah, the designs were super chic and she actually paired like tweed overcoats with skirts and culottes and there was also a few voluminous sleeves, which I absolutely love. I'm obsessed with big puffy sleeves on dresses and tops and everything and she also created beautiful dress silhouettes. So overall, it was a great, great show and I think London Fashion Week in general was a huge success. The third leg of Fashion Month for Fall 2020 took place in Milan from the 18th of February till the 24th and I think it's definitely fair to say that this extraordinary, extraordinary city is just dedicated to luxury and the most amazing fabrications and a whole lot of glam. Italian style is definitely hard to beat at times but it was actually an unusually dramatic Milan Fashion Week. So I think at about 3am on the Sunday in the Italian design capital, Giorgio Armani announced that he would be cancelling his fall 2020 runway show and he actually did a live stream behind closed doors instead so the decision was allegedly made in response to an eruption of coronavirus cases in northern Italy and according to a statement from the brand the Italian designer actually wanted to safeguard the well-being of all his invited guests by not having them attend crowded spaces. And outside of Asia, this is actually the worst outbreak of the virus to date. And as glamorous as these shows may seem, they actually like all public events, can be petri dishes for germs. But I think by about midday Sunday, the coronavirus concerns were the main topic of conversation among industry insiders on the ground. But yeah, it was kind of mad actually, because during that whole thing as well, um, Raf Simmons actually announced that he would be joining Prada as a co-creative director. So I think Milan Fashion Week in general was just kind of crazy. But if we look at the fashion shows for a second, let's look at Donatella Versace. She gave us just the most gorgeous show with hourglass exaggerating mini dresses and really cool like girl boss power suits and sweaters and so many more incredible pieces and I think it's fair to say that Donatella knows how many versions of oneself needs expressing and overall she designed just a wonderful wonderful collection. Max Mara then has become the go-to for celebrity style, celebrity street style may I say in the last few years I I loved this show as the pieces just seemed to be really versatile and gorgeous I mean models walked down the runway in velvet pants and sheer blouses oversized suits and tonal dressing I mean we all love a bit of tonal dressing and yeah just once again it was just a really really gorgeous show I mean we also had really lovely shows from Dolce & Gabbana 
and Hugo Boss and oh my goodness I suppose the one show I should talk about is Gucci. So designer Alessandro Michel opened up the backstage for his fall 2020 show and he definitely served up a new kind of access to showgoers so he pulled back the curtain and the curiosity of everyone present was sated. So each step of pre-show prep was on display, which I think was just so cool to see. And the fashion devotees looked on and mingled among the models as they sat through hair and makeup. Imagine, that, that must have been crazy. And as the show began, actually, a turning stage revealed the work of assembling each ensemble before the dressed models stepped to the edge of the stage to show off the finished looks. I mean, that must have been one of the best and most interesting fashion shows I'd say of Milan Fashion Week. I'm actually going to leave it there for now. I know I didn't talk about Paris Fashion Week but that's simply because it's still taking place. It started on the 24th of February and it's running up until the 3rd of March so I just want to make sure I see as many shows as I can before I give you my thoughts on Fashion Week and before I tell you what my favourite shows are so now it's your turn to think what are your thoughts on fashion week do you like it do you not like it what is your favorite show so far like maybe what are your favorite designers definitely do let me know that is it for another episode I really hope you enjoyed it I definitely really enjoyed recording this episode I love getting to talk about fashion and fashion week in general if you want to give me a follow on instagram it's just the fashion diet and if you want to check out my blog it's the fashion diet 123.blogspot.com I'm going to leave it there for now but I will talk to you guys in my next episode bye